Hello and welcome to another Fan Critical's Worst of Netflix. Yeah, it's good that. Did you say yep. Fan Criticals? That's a bit... Yeah. Went plural. No, as in Fan, fan Criticals, like it belongs to Fan Critical. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what a wonderful, pernickety way to introduce yourself, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Pernickety. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Pernickety John. All right. So, yep, John, you are obviously my uh, my partner in crime for this particular series, um, The Worst of Netflix. What is The Worst of Netflix, John? The Worst of Netflix is the bane of my existence. But, you know, I'll do it because some people sometimes will send me a message on Twitter and go, that thing he did was acceptable. The worst of Netflix is basically us in competition trying mm-hmm. to find the shittest films that we can um, on Netflix. Yep. Yeah. And, that and sums I'm, it up, I suppose. Yeah, I'm winning thus far, so got to add that in. Well, I mean, you took some liberties, really, and you've bas- you you nearly you nearly stopped us from continuing mm. the worst of Netflix. I do what I have after to do. Fred. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. Yeah. Congrats. That was, uh, that's got to be a hollow victory. Um, I've just realised <laughs> I haven't introduced myself, actually. So um, <laughs> uh, I think we're yeah, a good, good two minutes in. <laughs> now seems like an appropriate time to introduce myself. Uh, I am Gaz, your host for this evening. Um, we do take it in turns hosting and choosing choosing the film that we're going to, uh, that we're going to discuss. So this, mm. this was obviously my turn um, after the... The, the horrific, like therapy-inducing nightmare that was Fred mm. last week. Yeah, um, I mean, can, can I just? Awful. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, but imagine like editing all of that noise, and that took me a good—I'd say six hours to edit that. It was just me yeah. locked in a small room, um, With just Fred. listening to yeah, just listening to those screams over and over again, which annoyed me slightly when you know we've had a few listeners drop me a message and say god that's a bit annoying like you know listening to the screams every 10 (laughs) seconds and like yeah Yeah. try doing it for six hours after watching the film for an hour and a half well done john you did a a wonderful job i think i haven't listened because i don't want to (laughs) <laughs> oh, that would annoy me. Good. Uh, so on. that was your turn last week. This yep. was my turn. And uh, going from um, one horrific experience that was maybe unintentionally horrific by the mm. filmmakers, I thought, well, why don't we do one that is intentionally horrific? Oh. Horrific. Yeah. Horror. That's, it's a horror movie. Done. Ah, it's, that's that's yeah. the link. That, that's the thing there. It's not a horror movie, though, is it? Well, it's called American Poltergeist now. Let me, Mm. I'll read you the uh, the synopsis and we'll decide, shall we, whether it's intending to be a horror. Go on then. Well, the first word horrific. Oh. So there's your hint. Horrific visions torment Taryn when she, her brother, and college pals move into an infamous old house. Then. 
her bloody hallucinations become all <laughs> too real. Yeah, let's get that. We're going to go through the movie, kind of play by play, mm. discuss some of our favourite bits, um, of yep. which I'm sure there are many. So if we were left to narrow them down a little bit, yeah, then we'll obviously give our, our blueberry score, which, which we'll explain. I'm assuming that, mm. you know, hey, I'm not saying this is going to happen. But if we have no favourite bits, that means we can smash through this podcast in about 25 minutes. So I'm just saying, I'm just, you know, if that happens, yeah. we can just sort of get on with our lives. But um, One thing that I will do before we start describing it, before we start going through the movie, is uh, I'll read out a couple of reviews for you. Um, reviews from IMDb. I've actually gone for, I've gone for movies, sorry, reviews that liked the movie. Good. Yeah, um, why not? So I've got an 8 out of 10 and a 9 out of 10. I'll read you the 9 out of 10. This is by Film Girl 212 She sounds like yeah. she was in this film, to be honest, but we'll carry on. I hope 212 isn't her age, because... <laughs> um, title, title is Satisfying Paranormal Film That Passes Bechdel Test. Mm. The most interesting it? aspect is... No, no. <laughs> the most interesting. <laughs> that was the title. Sorry, yeah. Right. The most interesting aspect is that this film passes the Bechdel test. Mm. It fits the following criteria: one, it has to have at least two women in it. Mm. Right, it does have at least two women in it. Yep, definitely. Already flawed. Who two? <laughs> two, who talk to each other. That happened. Yeah. Once or twice. Yeah. There you go. About three. Something besides a man. <clears throat> After the whole torture porn horror trend from a few years ago, I do appreciate films where women aren't degraded, tortured and exploited. Also, it was refreshing to see regular camera work as opposed to the painful shaky cam that saturated the indie horror market. I, I felt take... that Ashley Green Elizabeth... Don't uh, interrupt sorry, sorry. Film Girl 212. Yeah. I felt that Ashley Green Elizabeth did a good job as the lead and held the film together. Other than that... Good location, foreboding sound design slash score, decent paranormal storyline, a few con continuity issues, special effects are good, but there should have been more. Nine out of ten. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell. Right, so what I assumed this was going to be, uh, I assumed it was going to be a guy um, who is a bit of a stoner and is like... Yeah. I watched this film with a few of my buddies at uni. Um, the girls are pretty hot, um, and yep. we're all pissing ourselves whilst watching it. That's what I assumed the review was going to be. I didn't think that yeah. they were going to try and... I mean, it's just... Uh, well, don't lie. Like, I mean, you can have an opinion <laughs> about stuff. But don't, let's, yeah. not, let's not just outright lie about the film. That's a terrible no, review. It's... and that, that person should be ashamed it, of themselves. I think this review... Is worse than the movie, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. The Bechdel test, it's important, right? It's important that it exists and it's important that these things are discussed. This is not the movie. Mm. This is not the movie to, to bring that up for. Because I don't think I saw any of those girls in this movie wearing anything that qualifies as more than a belt <laughs> as like a pair of shorts. All right. Well, that was good, then, um, wasn't it? Yes, that was quite... Pleasant. Uh, no, look, I mean, don't get me wrong, there are some attractive people in this movie. I th thought for a while it was turning into a very different sort of movie. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, Jesus. 
All right, and I'll, I'll read one more. This is an eight out of ten. So that was the only the only nine out of ten. Well, um, yeah, clearly. This is the title is very interesting. Um, <laughs> okay, so what is it then? <laughs> but it's <laughs> oh good, um, but it's written like all lowercase as well. Like the V and the I of interesting a lowercase, which yeah. it reads like somebody is saying very interesting. Um, <laughs> so this is by Nina Simone. Well, it isn't, is it? <laughs> Not the Nina Simone. <laughs> no, no, Nina Simone. She hasn't even got a number after it, so I reckon it is the Nina Simone. <laughs> when I first watched this movie, I had no idea who Lizzie Borden was. After watching the movie, I was very much taken aback that a woman like her lived and was able to fool everyone around her. The entire story is very disheartening, and I hate that we, as humans, can't just live and love each other. But anyway, I think that the movie was very informative and interesting. It was a little scary, simply because it made me think to myself that they're really people are sociopaths. That's what it says. <laughs> yeah, you have. I just, think that there were good moments. Whilst reading this, are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I am, but uh, yeah, that is what it says. Good. Um, I think that there were good moments in the acting and I would honestly suggest that everyone watches the movie so you can learn something new. I I just, uh, that just baffles me, that review. This has to be an executive producer that for some reason has decided (laughs) to go, oh, oh, do you know what? Nina Simone's not taken as a username on IMDb. I'll have that. Mental. I'm sure like Brad Pitt's name will come up as a 7 out of 10 somewhere. Like, I mean, it's just... Uh, I was going to read you this review by uh, Christian Bale, but I won't do that. <laughs> um, all right, now, as Nina Simone tells us, this is, you watch this movie so that you can learn something new. So I'm hoping that our listeners don't watch this movie. Please don't put yourself through that. However, listen to this podcast and maybe you'll learn something new too. Yeah, there you go. Our movie, American Poltergeist, starts off with a, a block of text that I think is worth reading verbatim. Oh, yeah. Over the course of five days. Actually, that's important. Remember five days, just by the way. (laughs) Over the course of five days, a group of friends. That's got to be in inverted commas as well. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. I'll start again. Over the course of five days. A group of friends experienced one of the deadliest poltergeists in American history. One. (laughs) One of the deadliest. (laughs) Then, (laughs) then there's another bit. Yep. After a full investigation by authorities, there were no suspects. Mm. Presumably apart from the poltergeist that you literally just mentioned. (laughs) A group of friends experienced one of the deadliest poltergeists in American history. There were no suspects. Um, Right. Now, also, without wanting to sort of skip to the end or anything, that sort of tells you that everybody died, right? Mm, Yeah. Everybody must be dead. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, just uh, let's let's put a pin in that and uh, (laughs) return to it later. Um, so they're all dead, and they don't know what happened because everybody is dead. Yeah. Um, now enjoy the film. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I? What can I just say? Happen? Can I just say? 
um, you can take liberties if you make a film like this. So why is it they've got absolutely no belief in their poltergeist to not just say in the blurb, the deadliest poltergeist? Why one off? <laughs> Were they hoping to do like some shared universe where they would do the Portuguese poltergeist and all this nonsense? Like, just say this is the most deadly poltergeist in history. So, uh, a group of friends, I, <laughs> at this point, I was like, brilliant. I cannot wait, wait to meet this gang, this mm. gang of likely, likely lads or ladettes. <laughs> like, this is going to be fun. More right? ladettes, I'd say, yeah. Um, um, yeah. They're off to a place called Fall, Fall River, Massachusetts. Um, looks idyllic, looks lovely. Um, it's nice, yeah. So, and, and in fact, they go to a, a really lovely looking suburb, a relatively busy street, actually. Yeah. Um, lots of nice houses, people driving by, like birds chirping away. No, yep. they're called um, women, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's a few... So three birds and two fellas um, in this in this group of friends. Um, I love this though. At the very start, it, it's like you can tell it's a shit movie straight away because they have this shot in the car, and you know when you can sort of you can sort of hear like the outside noise that like the noise that a car makes as you're driving through the streets, and you can hear that. So where did you find this house? This lady emailed Taryn, but Taryn being Taryn didn't really pay much attention to it, so I thought I'd check it out. But dude, this is a sweet deal. So, terrible sound quality. The, uh, I mean, the sound mixing on this film is, <laughs> I think, is the worst I've ever seen. Now, I, yeah. I had a go at Alienator at the beginning uh, of that film, where there was a sharp cut. And then suddenly the footsteps of some men sound unnaturally loud, like in yeah. some sort of like space prison. The loudest thing are footsteps. So I was like, well, it's all over the place here. But the, In the space, st- nobody can hear you step. <laughs> yeah. It, well, in space, mm-hmm. everyone can hear your footsteps and nothing else. Um, yeah. But you can't put that on a poster. I had to just keep turning up and down. Some characters are ridiculously loud. It's like you'll hear yeah. one guy like, hey, man, let's go and do this. And then someone will turn to him and go, I'm like, what's going but on here, man? Like, Also, sometimes they'd cut to like a closer, a closer shot um, while somebody's mid-sentence and the sound <laughs> would, the, the, vo- the volume would change mid-sentence as well. <laughs> so someone would be like, no, because you have to remember that tomorrow's Nikki's birthday. <laughs> Yeah, thank fuck there are no like instruments or anything in this film. I mean, that would have just fucking thrown me completely. <laughs> Someone on a fucking saxophone just all over the place. Just one guy, yeah, constantly playing the trumpet. <laughs> that would be an interesting character trait, um, about as relevant as some of the character traits that are oh, given to some of these. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's um, there, yeah. What's funny as well is this shot is the guy... This guy is driving the car and appears to be driving in the front and has one mate in his car with him sitting in the back. Yeah. That's the impression that it gives anyway, because those are the only two people that we see or hear from in this car. Um, Whilst he's explaining to this guy in the back of the car where they're going and why they're going to live in this house. 
Like, surely let him know before he gets in the car with you where you're going and what yeah. the plan is. <laughs> Why are you sitting in the back? I'm not your fucking chauffeur, mate. What's going on? <laughs> so this guy, Michael, who's driving, explains to Scott in the back um, where they're going. They're going to this place in Fall River um, because Taryn uh, managed to get a sweet deal. Um, mm. So that's cool. Taryn. Yeah. Um, obviously another member of the gang uh, as we'll we'll see in a moment um but he does say the uh, the owner of the house will be living there too um, <laughs> she's a bit eccentric all right yeah. so she's eccentric that's what yeah. we know yeah um that's what we're told yeah, so he just um, michael turns around and says yeah she's a bit eccentric she's an she's an old porn star and she's a cardboard cutout <laughs> Oh man, she is she's special. So um, I'll introduce you to the gang. Then they they arrive in two cars. I don't know why they couldn't have just shared a car, but anyway, they arrive in two cars. Um, so we've got the aforementioned Michael, who's kind of leader of the gang, cool guy. I mean, I don't know to be honest. Um, yep, I, he's. Uh... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything about his personality. (laughs) I don't don't know what his character was. Um, But he's the leader of the gang. He's the one who decides what they're going to do. Yeah. Then we've got Scott, who uh, is sitting in the back of the car with headphones in at Mm. at first, says a couple of lines, and then doesn't speak for the next 64 minutes, um, and then (laughs) becomes sort of important for the last five. Yeah. so those are the the two fellows of the the group. Mm. Um, there's three girls. There's um, uh, Nikki, who is Michael's girlfriend. She is very vacant. Yeah, um, I would yeah. suggest. Then there's Taryn, who um, is Michael's sister, yeah. uh, and she's the logical one of the family. As she tells us. I'm one of the most rational people in our family. And then we also have character number five. Honestly, who is this girl? (laughs) What is the point of her? What is her name? I don't know. What is she called? I don't know. Just blonde mate. I don't know. She's supposed to be like emo or goth or something. Is she? I don't know. She's got like, I mean, she's pale and she's got a tattoo. Is she not? Okay. All right. Fine. Well, I'm just saying, um, that's 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 the demographic they're going for, I'm assuming. I don't even know if she's got a credit on IMDb. I don't, mm, she, it's very, very the, difficult to tell. She's <laughs> one of one of the five main members of the, the group, mm. but um, I just don't know why why she's there or what she does. Anyway, so that's the that's the gang. That's the crazy crazy gang. Uh, Diana lets them in. Diana is the owner. Of the house. Yeah. Now, I did mention this before. I'm not sure how she opens the door, seeing as she is a cardboard cutout of a person. <laughs> she is terrible. I mean, and uh, that, I think it takes a lot in a film like this where they've clearly, I mean, they haven't cast any actors in this. Like, none of these people are yeah. actors. Um, it. It takes a special ability to make everyone else seem like they are actors because you are so bad at it. She has yeah. zero timing. Like, she <laughs> opens the door 
and is like, hello, my name is... Before the doors even open. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Hi, I'm Diana Eastbrook, and you must be... Michael, Michael King, nice to meet you. But I reckon that was like the seventh take, where <laughs> I reckon she started speaking before she opened that door, and by the time the door opened, she just says her surname. And they were like, that isn't acceptable. You don't speak to a closed door. And she's like, I don't know what you mean. It's like like that scene in Extras with Keith Chegwin. Yeah. Yeah. I buried my sister today. Um, (laughs) Just. (laughs) Your sister buried me today. (laughs) Why would she bury you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's, She's abysmal. Yeah, she like um, you do know she was she was producer of of this. That that that's how oh she that's how she got into this film. Like, right? Um, I've I had to look her up afterwards because I, I was like, this is a wind up, surely. And this was like her first film. And prior to that, she's done like, you know, in in the US, they love the old kind of advert slash uh, like home shopping channels. She's one yeah. of them where she's like, yeah, man, this uh, bizarre fucking overly expensive plastic thing that you can use to, I don't know, prep your turkey in the most elaborate yep. way possible. Yeah, I use it every day. But... I eat turkey every day. You say that, but I've just seen she was in Space Girls in Beverly Hills, a 2009 sci-fi movie. Well... Which... Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping uh, yeah. appears on worse than Netflix at some point. <laughs> All right, well, spoiler warning for the end of this episode. But yeah. there's also just like the most stilted conversation ever. Like, there's this moment where she says, "So she's showing them around the house, and she goes, and which college do you all go to again?'" <laughs> and they go, um, "Brown," and then there's just silence. Whilst, like, one of the girls looks at a photo. What college did you say you all attend? Uh, Brown University. And when would you be needing to move? That's not how conversations work. (laughs) They would say Brown, and then she would go, Oh, yeah, good school. Yeah. Like, sort your shit out. She must have just yeah. lost that page of the script or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When they're walking around yeah. this house, yeah. um, bit rude. Like, just straight away taking photos of stuff without asking. One of them, like, plays a little, like, a roulette machine thing. Like a... Yeah. A fruit slot machine. I'm like, what are you doing, that's man? That's obviously a classic. Like, that's yeah. that's that's vintage. Don't be touching yeah. that. Don't be touching that. Hell, you've been in, you've been in the house for twenty seconds. You've already annoyed me. Yeah, like come on. <laughs> I think that's basically the end of not the end of the movie. Sadly, um, no. If at the end of day one, because it then goes <clears throat> day two. And what's ridiculous is it did say at the start over the course of five days. Well, day one was just them turning up. Like nothing <laughs> happened. Yeah, what's the point in that? I suppose there was a moment where, like, uh, Nikki, one of the girls, goes to the the toilet, and while she's on the toilet, somebody knocks at the door of the toilet, which is spooky. 
Yeah, I mean, and she kind of jumps Respect. a little bit, and then it's like, well, it, obviously it's just one of them lot. Um, yeah. She then leaves the toilet. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and then she fucking trips up. Now, yeah, I think that's I think that's an actual error. But Nikki comes out the toilet and goes uh, to Diana, "You need to fix the toilet handle." And I mean, a we didn't see that there was anything wrong with the toilet handle, um, mm. but b very demanding. Again, you've been in the house for forty-five seconds now. Like, yeah, you, stop you wash your doing hands. that. You have to fix your bathroom handle. It gets stuck sometimes. Okay. Please. Go wash your hands. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, apologize for that. If anything. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, all right, then we get a uh, an ominous day two appears. All right, so they're on day two. Yeah. Uh, my note at that point was what happened in day one. Mm, um, get rid of that. Just literally fuck all. But they have uh, in day two. They have they have dinner. <laughs> they have dinner. The five of them sit down to have dinner with uh, Diana. <laughs> And they're all yeah. just sitting there in silence, the five of them, <laughs> sitting in silence, waiting for Diana to come in. I, these people are not friends. They're mm. not friends. Yeah. They're, they don't know each other. And then uh, Diana goes, so how do you all know each other? And they all go. <laughs> 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 yeah. Right. I think it's the most hilarious question ever. Yeah. And then just answer how they know each other. So how do you all know each other? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> well uh, Nick and I, we met in biology class. And uh, Taryn is my older sister. Stop, you're making me feel old. Yeah, you are. Only by one year. And Jenna and I met at women's studies. And we've been inseparable ever since. And Jenna and I have been in the same church group, and that's how we met. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? How do we know mm. each other? Well, funny story. She's my sister. But hold on. Yeah. There's a couple of things that we've missed here. So, one, when they first move in, uh, yeah. this random guy that ends up turning up to their party later, he says to Michael, <laughs> he looks at the house, and he's like, This house is wicked, bro. And then they do, like, yeah. this weird thing where they, like, do, like, a little high-five handshake thing yeah seriously yeah, buddy. okay let's do this it's hilarious yeah it's like yeah it's, it's they, really good they don't even like each other that's the like, i'm looking at that and i think these two guys are annoyed with one another like i reckon that other yeah. guy wanted to be michael and didn't get cast and they were like well you're too big and cool to fucking be the jesus guy i'm glad you brought up the jesus guy because mm. um yeah so when they move in Scott goes to his room and um, <laughs> like hangs up a cross and gets his Bible out of his boxes yep. and yep. it's like okay, all right. So he's he's religious. That's important. Mm. That's an important character trait, is it? That he's um, he's Catholic yep. apparently. Fucking um, hell, so on the nose. Um, and then at this dinner party, it turns out that the reason that Scott is connected to the group is because he goes to the same church group as the blonde girl whose name we can't remember. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
And she is sort of friends with Taryn. Mm. So he's not one of their mates. Mm. Who is he? What's he doing there? I... <laughs> what is he doing there? So weird. Do you mind if this guy who's got a box of crucifixes moves in with us? Yes, I do. Well, we've got nothing in common. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing What's is, that? like, he doesn't even turn up with the blondie. He turns up with Michael, and they've already established they don't know one another, so... Oh, I don't know. It's <laughs> fucking baffling. Um, it's a shambles. This is a shambles. Like, what is... Why is it... Just make them like the Scooby-Doo gang, like the mystery yeah. gang. Like, mm. make them friends. That's much better. That's yeah. much better for storytelling purposes. Making you feel like you care about them. Yeah. When it's just a group of, f- f- like, four strangers and one s- sibling, yeah. it's nonsense. Just fucking re- shit. replace the blonde girl with a dog. Like, brilliant. That works. <laughs> Anyway, they're having dinner, and uh, there's suddenly a bang from upstairs. Oh, my God. Yeah, very loud bang. Yeah. Diana says... It's just the wind. It's an old house. You get used to it. Okay, fair enough. You will get used to it. That explains, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, After dinner, they they go to bed. Um, For some reason, for some reason... um, Taryn and the blonde girl with no name are sharing a bed. Not even a big bed, but mm. that's their setup. That's what they've rented is somewhere where these two people that don't know each other very well are sharing a bed. Again, like, um, I mean, right, sweet digs, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, kind of. It's a big mansion, but my bedroom is a fucking mattress on the floor of a tiny room that I have to share with another person. Like, sweet yeah. digs, bro. <laughs> Like, what the fuck? It's a crack den, man. And also, yeah. I mean, we've not mentioned it at this point, but if you're the blonde girl and you're sitting there and you're like, right, you know, I have to share a bed. It looks like a single bed uh, with this other girl who, for some reason, has brought a doll into the room and put it under the fucking the, the fucking bedside table next to our bed. Creepy as fuck, I mean, man. But it also has zero relevance or yeah. significance at all. Yeah. They're sharing a bed and uh, they go to, they go to sleep. Um, common activity in beds, I believe. Whilst they're sleeping, the door opens and oh, very good. And the TV turns on to static. Mm, hate that. I thought you were going to do the static sound. Right. So then. <laughs> Um, Taryn wakes up and goes, hey, turn off the TV. Um, <laughs> it's really good. Um, <laughs> and anyway, she decides to stop being lazy, goes and turns it off herself, hears a bang and goes, oh, my God. And very good. this is this is far, far more atmospheric than the movie. Um, she decides to go and explore. I'm going to go and explore. Um, and she walks around, she finds a knife. Oh. <laughs> I can't that do a knife sound. Can't do a knife sound. <laughs> <laughs> what does a knife sound like? <laughs> <laughs> that? No, that's a lightsaber. <laughs> so she picks up a lightsaber. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. 
So she picks up a lightsaber. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. That's, yeah. that's a tiger. No. Yeah. Yeah. So she picks up a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry. Got that one wrong again. All right. Yeah. She... The cow goes. Ruff, ruff, ruff. <laughs> nah, it's broken this film. Anyway. <laughs> um, she picks up her. She picks up a knife, and um, walks around the house. Walks around the house. Yeah. Um, Can't do footsteps. Goes into the basement for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Why not? Goes into the basement. Um, where she sees some dead bodies. Mm, terrifying. Yeah. I mean, that that was that was that made me jump a little bit. Like it was sudden a sudden like appearance of dead bodies. Yeah, maybe she look screams. Up like she absolutely <laughs> screams the house down. Yeah, um, which is fair. Yeah, uh, but then looks again and the bodies aren't there. Mm. But then what she does see and really isn't scared by this which is ridiculous because this would be terrifying <laughs> just standing just standing there in the basement with her <laughs> holding an axe <laughs> holding a holding a little hatchet and Nikki and she just goes like oh Nikki <laughs> no yeah you go what the fuck are you doing down here you <laughs> nutcase I'd run away that's, what, that's the actual response yeah, yeah. get everyone but, else no, she goes over and she's like <laughs> she's like Nikki you've been They've been sleepwalking. Come on, it's all right. Everything's going to be all right. Hmm. Takes her up to bed and just pops her in bed <laughs> um, where she s- lays down with her eyes wide open. <laughs> Terrifying. Um, yeah, decides uh, not to do anything or tell anyone. Yeah. Like, just put her in a bed with, with Michael and, and with leave, her brother. leave him to it. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. Terrifying. Um, and she brings that knife back into the bedroom with her. Mm. Uh oh, that knife's going to be significant, isn't it? New. New. New it won't. New. That can that can go on the fucking right next to the doll of no significance. Like, what is? <laughs> is that just where all the props go? And it's not like they yeah, thought it yeah. was out of shot or something. Like day mm. three. Yeah. Um. Day three starts with some shenanigans around the pool. Here's an audio clip. I think you should go in the pool. I'm going to no, put you in. No, you're not. No, you're not pushing me in the oh, pool. Oh, you're going in. You in the pool. Oh, you're going to put me. I'm going to put you. I'm going to carry you in the pool. You're going to carry me. I'm, I got oh, muscles. I will carry Michael. <laughs> anyway, bloody spoil sport. Because uh, Michael and Nikki are having a great time there by the pool. Mm, but spoil yep. sport. Taryn comes along and goes. I need a word. Inside the main house, it's private. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, King L. I mean. Why are you calling it the main house? Just yeah. in the house. In the house yeah. is fine. She goes and has a chat with Michael and is like, listen, is there something up with Nikki? Like, does she sleepwalk or something? Because, you know, and he's like, what? No. What are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> and then, and she's like, no, something, something was wrong. Something compelled her to go into the basement last night. Hmm. And then he goes, uh, actually, Nikki just has like a disorder where she sleepwalks and stuff. You <laughs> literally just said to the, she doesn't. Say, what is this? What is yeah. this dialogue? Why are you hiding that? Yeah. Anyway, this is where the uh, the famous. Um, I'm one of the most rational people in our family. Uh, line is <laughs> yeah. uttered. Yeah. Um, that pisses him off. 
He's like, no, not the time. This is not the time to bring this shit up. Um, <laughs> too aggressive with your sister, so man. Good. I don't want to put up with your bullshit this semester, okay? I don't want any part of it. So then he's like, I'm sick of this shit. I don't need to deal with it, Taryn. Uh, so he goes back out to to play with Nikki by the pool. Um, and then we get a little, little like quick fade to black um before uh we see scott cooking uh, cooking up a storm he's got a mean little barbecue going he's got mm. he's got like two burgers and three sausages um yeah. and he's like burgers and sausages are ready everybody um right i have a it, massive issue that, with this now because go on right i mean he's flipping the burgers i mean okay burgers look fine i mean it depends if you like your burgers well done or not <laughs> Um, yeah, very well done. Yeah, those sausages—they're not barbecue sausages. They look like fucking frankfurters or whatever. Frankfurters, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and also they just yeah. look like they've come straight out of a tin. Like, there's, they don't look cooked <laughs> at all. Um, there's no burn marks on them or anything. But okay, whatever. But there's a couple of things here. One, he massively undercooks. There's about seven of them. It looks like they're getting one piece of meat each. That is not Correct. how a barbecue works. Secondly. If you're on the barbie, you've got one hand on the tongs, the other hand has a beer in it. That's how you do a barbecue. Uh, yes. He yes. doesn't. He's, it's just too... I think he put everything he's, into this scene. My, and he I fucked think it. He's, I think he's got, he's got one hand, on, if I remember this correctly, he's got one <laughs> hand on the tongs, and the other hand, he's having a little wank, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It, when he's not holding yeah. his crucifix in the other hand, obviously. But... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, remember. Oh, he's using right. that. He's using the crucifix to. <laughs> awful, awful how, barbecue. How, yeah, how hard is it to nail that? Like, beforehand, yeah. they should have just gone, Have you ever done a barbecue, by the way? And he, he obviously would have gone, No. Get someone else to do it then, because it's obvious he's yeah. never done it before, ever. Terrible. You also need to have, like, another mate standing there going, Yeah, they yeah. look good. Yeah, that looks done. <laughs> yeah. The problem is he's got no friends in this yeah. house. Yeah. Like, why? Why again? Why is he there? Yeah. Guess, uh, guess a plate, um, mate. These are done. Do you want to tell the others to get ready? These are done, mate. That that is what happens <laughs> in a barbecue. Um, and also, whilst this is going on, you've got the blonde girl who no one knows. She is taking a photo of a scary-looking fucking monster on the balcony. Yeah. No reaction. <laughs> and yeah. When they go to to eat their half a burger each, sits down and goes, "Is there like, um, is there like a, a woman uh, in a in a blue dress um, that visits the property?" I was like, "Sorry, she. I mean, forget yeah, the blue dress. She's got a blue face, man. Like, it's a fucking monster. <laughs> it, it doesn't look no, no, like no, a fucking human no, being." No, 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 no. Because remember, this was this was 2015, right? Oh um, yeah, yeah. Blue. Yeah. Different this was, time. 2015 was not a blue year. 2015 <laughs> was all about autumnal colours. Well, um, your reds, yeah. your browns, your like oranges. So yeah, so that was unusual. That would have been to be a lady yeah. wearing a blue dress. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, there was no a monster earlier, but they were wearing a blue dress. No, <laughs> right. You... Yeah, and so yeah, so Joanna's like, um, what lady? And she's like, um. Is it like a cleaner or something? Because she was just standing up there and then she went into your bedroom and nobody else seems to give a shit about this bizarre <laughs> turn of events. 
You got three of them just sitting yeah. there going, well, how have I ended up with half a burger? You've been cooking for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And anyway, so then, then Taryn says to Diana, um, so what's the history of this house? And Michael goes, enough of this shit already. Can you stop with the interrogation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is a perfectly reasonable question. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ, What's the man. history of this house? So, yeah, it's yeah. not like she turned around and went, right, so why are there all monsters and stuff in this house? Like, look, <laughs> yeah. it's just, you know, hey, what's the history of this house? Fine. And then he goes, Michael goes, like the, the leader of the gang that he is, hey, who wants to go to the lake later? Ooh. And then everybody's like, yeah, all right, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Hey, great idea. In fact, I think Michael then says, yeah, great idea. It's like, no, you've just said it. <laughs> Who wants to go to the lake later? Yes. Right? Yes. Idea. Sounds like fun. Good Let's idea, do. right? Let's yeah. do it. It's not up to you to declare that as yeah, a great yeah. idea. That, High fives, no one. Let Scott say that. <laughs> um, then I think they go to the lake. We don't see it. We've seen them coming back from the lake. And mm. they, enter the, they enter the house uh, like this. <laughs> <laughs> like pushing each other around, yeah. just joshing around, just a bunch of just a bunch of pals just messing around. <laughs> yeah. Then I guess they they go to bed. Um, they go to bed, and Taryn, Taryn has a spooky nightmare where she sees a lady hanging herself, mm. and she sees the dead people that she saw in the basement. Mm. She sees them in her dream. Yeah, I and see dead people in the basement. Yeah, in my dream, <laughs> and then she screams really loudly. Uh, now this time, it wakes everybody up. Like the blonde girl next to her goes, "Um, Taryn, are you okay?" But then everybody else uh, reacts like you maybe would, and sort of comes in and goes, "What's going on?" And she's Who's that like, blonde girl? Oh, I just. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw, I just saw this woman hang herself, and oh no, I'm it's really scared. And Mike was like, "Right, this is shut the fuck up, like stop banging on about this." And then she's like, "But hold on, where did I get all these bruises from? Oh, did she get all those bruises? I mm. wonder." Hmm. Mm. Well, maybe we'll find out on the next day because it goes Doom. day four. So we're already at day four. And, like, one person's sleepwalked and the other one's had a nightmare. Mm. Yeah, I like, mean, it's not that bad. This is not <laughs> This is not that bad. Yeah, Jesus. They've, they've, I've had a nightmare before. <laughs> Did, yeah. Didn't make a movie about it. Well, you fucking probably could have done with the way this script's going. It's day four and uh, the gang are going to go down to the shops to get some stuff for Nikki's birthday. Um, or... If they're Scott, they're going to go to church. Oh, actually, I won't be there tomorrow morning because I'm going to be at the church, so count me out on that. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, okay, why, mate. Why, like, why does that matter? Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> um, you do you. So they all go, apart from Taryn, who says, no, I'm going to stay here because of my nightmare and that. She goes down to the basement again, mm. and she finds a little box of secrets. Ah, the box of secrets. Yes. They shouldn't have written on the box, Box of Secrets, because <laughs> yeah. there's a giveaway. Um, I have to be honest, 
I tuned out a little bit at this point. Yeah, so I wasn't one hundred percent sure what was in there. I know there was like a newspaper clipping, like a nineteenth century newspaper, mm. and some photos of some people. Yeah, like somehow from this information, Taryn ascertains that that she's connected to the house. Mm. I was so confused by this. She's opened up this box of secrets. She's looked at some photos of some people um, who she doesn't know. She looked at some newspaper articles about a murder. And then she's just started crying. And I was like, what's up with her? Why is, what's going on? Yeah. So then up. she she goes, oh, I should mention she's taken the box up to her bedroom. So she's checking this out in her bedroom. She then mm. goes downstairs just as Diana is coming in. And she goes... Bitch. You bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Taryn, are you okay? No. So Diana's like, right, come on, let's 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 go upstairs. She's like, you knew, no. didn't you? Why would you follow her upstairs? Fucking hell. Uh, she goes into Diana's Diana's bedroom, which has two beds, mm. by the way. That's a bit why not? cheeky, isn't it? Like, mm. no, why is fucking Taryn and blonde girl sharing a bed well i mean diana's got two to herself well bearing in mind that there's a fucking guest house that they let people stay oh, at don't, later don't. that looks I'm amazing getting that. i'm getting onto that <laughs> oh, that is oh my god i c- yeah. couldn't believe stay it anyway there. so she goes into her bedroom and we see in the mirror that the creepy lady that the blonde girl was photographing earlier is also standing in that bedroom um, mm. something that Taryn doesn't notice um, yeah. and they have they have a bizarre conversation <laughs> absolutely <laughs> nonsense drivel filled exposition dump yeah. where Taryn goes I was the daughter of I mean well hold on actually some of this is so fucking confusing she's like your husband John like Hazelwood or something like whatever her East Eastbrook whatever her surname is mm. your husband John Eastbrook was John Borden right okay <laughs> what yeah no hold on isn't he John Eastbrook I don't understand anyway yeah. fine whatever he's changed his name or something fine fine I don't know how she knows that but whatever mm. and he was my father okay how have you leapt to that? How have you come to that conclusion? <laughs> yeah, I, to be fair to the film, um, no, we will no hold on, but we have both tuned out at this stage. So I'm sure oh, there's fuck. something in the, in the newspaper that says this guy is your dad or something like very on the <laughs> nose. So look, I'm sure it all makes sense. Even if it does, it's bollocks. Anyway, she realizes that her father abandoned her there. I was abandoned in this very same house on August 4th, 1992. The 100th anniversary of some murders that happened in this family. Yeah. I don't know why, when, mm. what, whatever. Why not? Her mum, somebody killed themselves, probably her mum, and mm. her grandparents died in the basement. They were killed as well. And that's those those are the bodies that she saw. Mm. Um so anyway, she's really angry and upset, and uh, and Diana's like, "It's all right, you're home now." 
And she's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. And she leaves. She's like, I'm leaving. Walks out of the bedroom and she goes downstairs. The rest of the gang are back. They're like blowing up balloons and stuff mm. for this party. Yeah. Um, and uh, and she's like, I'm leaving. And literally <laughs> nobody says or does anything. They, they all just ignore her. They fuck. Anyway, so she goes and packs and goes to her car. And, uh, and the car won't start, which is... Well, that's a that's a, a good horror trope, isn't it? Mm. Normally, normally that's happening when they're in complete isolation, like in the middle of the forest or mm. like in a hotel on a mountain thousands of miles from anyone else. <laughs> right. It doesn't yeah. work. This trope doesn't work if in the background you've got people walking past, like delivering mail <laughs> and like a car yeah. going past. Like it, An it doesn't work. You're just in... <laughs> <laughs> you're just in suburbia on a regular sunny day you can hear I the birds away. chirping away and <laughs> yeah. just so anyway her car won't start she goes and says Michael give me your keys and uh, he's like alright here you go just bring it back by tomorrow please mm. bye. Um, bye and then she goes oh and by the way Nikki happy birthday <laughs> um. <laughs> thanks very much so she goes to try Michael's car. What happens though, John? Oh, fuck knows. So Michael's car won't start either. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously. It explodes. Right. So it? then she goes in and she's like, Scott, give me your keys. Scott gives her his keys to his car. Yeah. <laughs> um, the car won't start either. Yeah. Mad, isn't it? So that's it. Yeah. She is stranded. She is stranded in this middle of suburbia. How the um, hell am I going to walk away from this house as she's contemplating her next move um a policeman walks past officer alvarez yeah um just coming back to officer alvarez um so i don't hold out much hope i uh, i certainly didn't when you know you look at him and you think all right well you know he's got a name he's obviously gonna be involved in rescuing these kids at some point but i didn't hold out much hope when he walked past, um, stared at the arse of a young girl that's moving into a house. There's obviously loads of people, yeah. loads of open cars, loads of boxes, everyone walking into his house. He looks up and he goes, moving in? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you must have been the fucking top of your cadet school. Jesus Christ. Anyway, he walks past and sees... Um, Taryn looking very frustrated she kicks the wheel of the car bloody heck he comes past and goes everything all right and she's like yeah everything's fine just car trouble Mm. so again like if she's terrified that she's sort of been set up for some kind of ghostly paranormal murder thing (laughs) yeah let him know yeah Yeah. well it is a bit difficult though isn't it she gives up trying to escape, and um, instead, she he uh, she just goes back in the house mm. <laughs> and just gets on with it. Fuck um, it, just go to bed then. <laughs> yep, just goes and sits in her room. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, so good. I mean, the room is the place where all the bad things are happening, isn't it? Mm. But yeah. Anyway, um, so it's party time. This is yeah, all right, party all time. All right, yeah, um, woo. Looking forward to this party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Diana, they're all getting ready for the party. They're outside. Diana's like, um, 
how many guests are you expecting to come? <laughs> yeah. And Nikki's like, well, due to budget reasons for this movie, we're uh, only expecting five. <laughs> yeah. They have their party guests arrive. Now, I have can- a theory, the, John. The cannon what you fodder, think. basically. Yeah, literally, like that's their purpose, and you know that you know that immediately, and that, mm. that's all right. Like that's fine. That's a yeah. that's a trope as well. Yeah, that's fine. But um, I genuinely think that the party guests auditioned and maybe got their part. <laughs> a couple of the guests bring like a friend with them, yeah, and I think that their friend is literally the actor's friends, like. <laughs> There's one guy who doesn't say a single word at yeah. any point. Yeah. Um he's hilarious. Like he can't even walk without <laughs> it looking like he's act, like trying to act. Yeah, it's it's dreadful. Like uh, I I mean he's clearly I mean none of them are actors really. I mean they okay, they give him no lines, but they also give him the assignment <laughs> of trying to act drunk, which is very difficult. <laughs> and he Yeah. He fails in that uh, in every possible way. Like he's constantly blinking. He's he's doing that <laughs> shuffly walk that you do never. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just ridiculous. Eyes closed, constantly looking up, rubbing his head. You know, doing the whole thing where he, like you gasping or you'd like. Pfft. It's like, come on, mate. Come on. Um, so they decide to. Uh, Nikki takes the uh, the guests through to the guest house, mm. um, which you mentioned. This guest house is in Fuck. is far far <laughs> better Fucking than lovely, the rooms that they live in. Yeah. What are they doing? Why aren't they? Why are they? Why aren't they living there? Mm. You have got giant bed. Oh, it's fucking like, massive bed. It's like a really nice like hotel or like an Airbnb or something. And these guys are holed up in a fucking crack den. Like, what's going on? <laughs> so Nikki takes a guest through there and they get ready. I don't really know what that means. I don't know why they've had they've turned up to a party not dressed for the party. Mm. I, I don't Who get knows. it. But fine. Um, they're all in there and the girls go through to the bedroom. Mm. And uh, the, these these girls, yeah, wee party. Hey, look at right. that fucking hell. Look, there's yeah. a cupboard here. Look, a window. Woo! Wow, brilliant. Yeah. Mirror. Um, oh, I'm going to jump on this bed. Okay, chill out. Now, while they're in there getting ready, the the guests discuss how they were scared of coming to this house or their parents were worried about it because of, you know, the old stories and that. And Nikki's like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? And then they go, and then one of them, foreign, token foreign girl, <laughs> goes, um, What? You haven't heard of the Borden murders? <laughs> and then the other yeah. one's like, hey, come on, give her a break. She's a West Coast girl. Yeah. Uh, right. So hold on. So she doesn't know because she's from the West Coast of America. Mm. Yet this like Dutch meth addict definitely <laughs> knows about the story. Wait, you don't know that you live in the infamous Lizzie Borden house? Wait, who who's Lizzie Borden? Give her a break. She's a West Coast girl, remember? Yeah. She's like one of those horror movie chicks that get murdered, like in those Chainsaw Massacre movies. Yeah. How's that, how's that happen? Well, you know, big big news in um, in Holland, apparently. 
the other girl sitting on the bed, I mean, the delivery of her lines, if Donna wasn't in this film, she'd be right up there with terrible acting. Everyone kind of sits tight on the eve of August 4th here in Fall River in Providence. And then there's also another girl. Uh, why is she in this movie? No idea. They go back out to the party and uh, Nikki says to Michael, like, do you think this really is a, a house where murder happened? And then <laughs> Michael, with his, in his typical overreaction, goes... I really don't want to talk about this, all right? Could you stop spreading rumours that this is a murder house for once? <laughs> well, Literally yeah. the first time she said it. <laughs> and they fucking... It was them that came in and told them. Fucking hell. Unbelievable. Anyway, we then, like, sort of occasionally cut to see Taryn just sitting in her room on her laptop. Fuck mm. me. She's dull, isn't she? So dull. Killer. <laughs> yeah, well, this is where it all starts to pick up. We, mm. uh... Thankfully. Um, we get to a point where the party is ending. Um, again, just a, this is a depressing party. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hell. Is there even music um, at this point? There is some music that has been added but it's like there's there's just there's bizarre sounds like it just doesn't make sense mm. there's like a moment where Nikki blows the candles out and um, <laughs> everybody else is, is clapping but you can't hear them clapping and they're like woo but you can't hear them saying woo but Nikki's like um I oh yeah but we can hear her talk it's just very very weird very mm. weird the party's ending and um one of the girls, I think her name's Stacy. She decides that it's time for her to leave, <laughs> and so she says, <laughs> "She says." Well, I'm exhausted. I'm gonna go change and use the restroom before I drive back to Providence. <laughs> All right, so she tries to leave and somehow ends up going like round the back of the house. I don't know where she's off to. She's trying to leave. She gets to this like gate and then turns around and goes, "Hey guys, this isn't funny." And we don't know what she's looking at, but then we see what she's looking at. Do you know mm. what it is, John? Do you remember? Were you watching? Yeah, just yeah, just two fellas, uh, <laughs> yeah. in uh, in in fancy dress as women. In fancy dress. Yeah. So yeah. Donna and um, uh, I'm assuming. I mean, can we just call her like Lizzie Borden at this this point? Yeah, we'll call her Lizzie. So the creepy woman that's been appearing th- sporadically, and and yeah, Diana, <coughs> not Donna, Diana. I'll tell you what makes me laugh, though. So, Nikki, her real name yeah. is Nicole. Her, her name in this film is probably like Sarah, and they've just gone, look, yeah. you know, we keep saying Sarah and you're not looking at us, so we'll just call you <laughs> Nikki from now on. Yeah, because I was a bit confused, because um, my name's not actually Sarah. <laughs> um, anyway, Jewish girl, so, dead. <laughs> she has... Uh, she has Diana and Lizzie Borden, ghostly Lizzie Borden, mm. um, sort of running towards her, and then we cut away, so we don't actually see her die. Yeah. Um, at this All right, but let's just assume that we're um, skipping ahead. This guy yeah. who can't act, who is pretending to act drunk, <laughs> for some reason just follows yeah. the same path. He finds the Jewish yeah. girl lying on the floor, spins her over, fucking her face. That that actually was quite terrifying. Um, was it? Yeah, I mean, her face looked fucked. Like, it was actually, it looked quite good. I was expecting to just burst into absolute laughter when I saw her face, but I thought it did a good I did job burst into laughter. I literally burst out laughing. Yeah? She's, yes, it's like, 
they've gone pretend that you're screaming and so she's got like a face her face is like she's screaming well yeah but it's kind of like the grudge or some shit like that yeah a bit yeah i mean i don't know that's what they're going for 100 percent no i thought it was all right fine but then why is fucking why is why is lizzie got a hatchet in her hand Mm. she never uses the thing i just i don't understand kill her by like yeah i mean that is weird I also don't understand why they're all being picked off in this fucking uh, <laughs> this little alleyway. Like you, you're a paranormal monster. <laughs> just go and just there. kill them just normally in here. Yeah. Don't just go. Why well, as soon as they come down this alley, I'm just going to hit them over the head. Like <laughs> silly. <laughs> all right, two so of that them guy, as well. That guy dies. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> that guy dies as well. Yeah. Um. Definitely dead. The. There's this sort of bizarre little sequence with the like Dutch girl and her boyfriend, um, mm. sort of trying to sneak off to have sex. I think maybe, we'll but just go and have a shower. Th- what's happening here? Like, what is the point in all of this? Yeah, Dutch girl probably dies. She gets approached by these two, she uh, <laughs> then the... gets approached by two fellas <laughs> in a dress. But yeah, so she runs off, falls over, and then. Yeah, just gets dragged along the floor and she's dead. Oh, yeah, she's dragged back. Yeah. yeah. Um, then her boyfriend is in, like, a sauna of some sort. What yep. is this place? I don't like, know. Why are they not living Ew. in this bit? <laughs> anyway, um, the sauna door is locked, which, oh, that spells danger. He's going to, like, boil to death, maybe. Mm. Um, <laughs> they turn up outside the, the sauna um, and Lizzie shows him her uh, her hatchet. Mm. And he screams, and then we cut away. So, again, yeah. presuming he's dead. So, now that all of the cannon fodder are dead... Mm. Um, well, hold on. Oh, yeah, and there's, there's, the there's girl, also one more girl. She can there? fuck off. <laughs> so pointless. What does she, she, what, yeah. what does she even do? She just goes up the stairs. She's also pretending to be uh, drunk. Actually, she was... Uh, they do a bit of sniffing cocaine at some point, which I was a bit like, oh, fucking hell, oh, yeah, that's She does, over. on her own. Right, okay. She does that on her own. Yeah. So she stumbles up the stairs, she's banging on the door to try and get into her own room, turns around, um, and Nikki's there doing that weird thing of just staring into nothing. She's like, hey man, can I stay in your room? That obviously doesn't get an answer, so it's like, okay, whatever. And then opens the door she was just banging on for ages. She we see her dead later. Mm. We we just see that she's dead. Right. Um, <clears throat> lazy but yeah so she does mm. um so cannon fodder are gone we're down to the uh the actual the gang the mystery yep. gang as mm. i'm gonna call them yeah um and anyway they've all sort of discovered that there are dead people around and uh they're running around the house and they come downstairs and see outside lizzie and diana standing there mm. and michael's still like what are you talking enough <laughs> of this shit i can't <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking sick of this. All right, everyone, just chill out. All right. Uh, Taryn goes into this like diatribe about like the family history and tells us that story again. Like we don't care, uh, but adds a few little details. <laughs> she's like, yeah. She's like, at one point she goes, Diana annoyingly married into the family. <laughs> like she's been like this long suffering sort of like yeah. heiress to the to the throne and so then this stepmother comes in and oh she's so annoying the whole family mm. can't stand her yeah. um 
now is not the time for that let's be honest um and then then they're like well hold on if you're if you're an ancestor of lizzie borden then michael must be as well and then she's like no i was adopted and Mm. michael's like i'm fucking sick of this shit enough of this bullshit i'm calling mum and dad michael's been fairly even keel at this point where i mean he doesn't I mean, fair play, there's someone standing outside with an axe and he's like, look, this is just bullshit, man. Don't worry, <laughs> right? But then, at the revelation that this is fucking stepsister rather than his real sister, he goes or berserk. Or uh, oh, sorry, adopted sister. He goes fucking yeah. berserk. Michael's parents adopted me when I was a baby. No, 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 that's not true. I'm calling mom and dad. They're going to pick you up and they're going to take you to New York and then they're going to commit you because this, this is nonsense. There's such a great line from Scott as well where, like, they're arguing about whether she's adopted or not and Michael's like, no, you're not. You can't be. And <laughs> and Scott goes, adoption. No, you're Listen, not. We can't you. just stand here and argue family ancestry. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Uh, so good. Yeah. So then they go right. If we're gonna if we're gonna survive this, we've got to work together. And they come up with a plan, don't they? Because because Scott's religious, he's an expert on demons. So mm. that's why he was Fact. religious this whole time. Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. They're gonna perform an exorcism on mm. um, on Bit Diana. Bold. Very bold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they go right. Here's what we've got to do. We've got to get Diana down to the basement um, to exorcise her there. For some reason, yeah. Um, and <laughs> anyway, they've come up with their plan, and then they're like, "Hold on a second, where's Nikki?" Michael loses his shit again. He goes, yeah. "Nikki," and <laughs> and runs off looking for her. This is all pointless. This all of this is pointless. She's yeah. in it's a all, cupboard or something. Stupid. They try to smash the windows yeah. at one point. Like it's just yeah. Yeah, axe is about yeah, to bit the like glass. Like, <laughs> what's going on here? Then blonde girl with no name gets dragged into yeah, a room. Yeah, she gets dragged into a little um, cupboard. She's dead. Get on with it. Like she's dead. gone. Right, yeah, go move on. on. Let's yeah. move on, man. <laughs> fucking hell. Now, um, fucking Nikki's all like spaced out. Blonde girl's dead, and so it's just Scott, Michael, and uh, Taryn left. Um, and. They they run downstairs and Diana's just standing there in the front room and they just run up to her and <laughs> and start taping her up. Yeah. It's like what's going? How, why is this like? If it was this easy to do that, why wasn't why weren't people surviving? <laughs> I don't... Yeah, there's a weird cut as well where they sort of run at her and then she's just on the floor. It's like she's like, well, no, you can't tackle me because I've got like a slip disc or something. So I'll just carefully <laughs> lie on the floor. And we'll cut it. Yeah, it's in a contract. It, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Well, I mean, fucking hell, she's paying yeah. for the movie, so... Um, yeah, yeah, bizarre. She's really not putting up much of a fight. No. And for some reason, Can't now, like, spooky Lizzie's not doing anything to stop them either. Mm. Um, it's just bizarre. Mm. Out of absolutely nowhere, and for no reason, unprompted, um... Officer Officer Alvarez walks into the house yep. with his gun brandished. He walks in and sees them like tying up Diana. Yeah. He goes, what the hell is going on here, kids? How the hell did you get in here? Kitchen door. And does absolutely nothing to stop nothing. them. 
bearing in mind that bearing in mind they're young kids and this is the homeowner. Yeah. They've been. They, yeah. they, I mean, this is their fourth day in the house, and they've sellotaped and tied her up. So you're thinking, right? Surely you'd brandish your gun and go, hands up, get your hands behind your back, go down on the floor. You're under arrest. Instead, yeah. he stands there and watches them carry her off. <laughs> and and he goes, "You're lucky. I don't arrest you right here." Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are very lucky that you haven't arrested them. Yeah, why, why aren't you? Why aren't you arresting them? Yeah, do your job, are. mate. <laughs> um, yeah. So he does nothing while they tie up Diana. Um, they take her down to the basement and start the uh, start the exorcism, mm. uh, but not before they they tell Taryn that she can't be here for it for some reason. Why? Yeah. How have they come to that conclusion? Because. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. The exorcism yeah. can only have three people in the room. We need Plus Officer one Alvarez who for was some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so unhelpful. I'll stand. Either here. help them or like arrest them. Like those are two options, surely. <laughs> <laughs> so she goes upstairs. Yeah, and. Stand, closes the door and then stands at the door while it like bumps around a little bit it's like why is it bump why is the door like bumping mm. bumpy yeah it's all bumpy like it keeps going yeah. boom 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 yeah. and she's it's... just standing there sort of crying this is a minor inconvenience yeah. anyway as she's standing there she sees Nikki standing outside next to the pool um and this is hilarious Mm. Uh, Nikki just throws herself in the pool. <laughs> yeah, it's quite good that. Don't know why. It Presumably happened. dies as well. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, so that's weird. Mm. Uh, then, whilst the the exorcism is going on, um, Michael hears a voice that sounds like Nikki, and he goes, "Nikki!" and runs up the stairs, only to be greeted by Lizzie, mm. uh, looking straight at him, and mm. makes his eyes bleed. Yeah, um, and then he dies. I tell you what, though, that, the framing of that shot and the lighting of that shot, pretty fucking good. That yeah, I was really surprised. While he's uh, looking at like while yeah. we're looking at him, yeah, 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 I was a bit like, yeah, okay. where does this come from? Like this, this is like yeah. they've had a professional do this. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I was, I was like, that's quite a good shot. I was, a well-selected shot. The framing was good. The lighting was good. Created a bit of drama. I was like, fucking hell, it's, um, that's quite good, that. Well done. And obviously he fell down the stairs okay. and he had, he had the bloody eyes. I was like, you know what? Fair play. That actually looks like it belongs in a film that should be watched by other people. Scott continues uh, trying to exercise the demon from, from Diana. Um, but Alvarez says... He's just shouting out like... He's just reading, like, the script from fucking The Exorcist, isn't he? God the Father commands you! God the Father commands you! So I'd be looking at him Um, going, do you know what you're doing here? Because it doesn't seem like you know what you're doing. Like... But, well, you say that, but then, like, Diana's on the ground, on the floor, sort of screaming and wailing, so it seems like something's happening. I've never done this before! What are you going to do to Diana? Well, I mean, he dies in the end, doesn't he? 
So not that good. He does die because <laughs> Alvarez <laughs> Alvarez goes, listen, kid, you're not going to get out of this. Mm. Here's a gun. He <laughs> fucking shoots himself. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> meanwhile, standing outside the basement is Taryn, um, and the door stops banging around, so she goes, it's over. She walks in, sees her brother dead, and screams, and then, <laughs> then uh, Scott shoots himself. Um, and Officer Alvarez tells tells her, Taryn, you're home now. He wasn't going to save you from anything. He knew there was no stopping this. So then, uh, then we finish off with bizarre, just a bizarre scene as well, with Alvarez walking out of the house with Diana, who's in like buckets of tears, just crying hysterically, <laughs> and uh, Taryn, who's like covering her face as they walk out of the house. Yep, and. <laughs> <laughs> prepare prepare yourself for the big reveal oh, <laughs> because dear. as they get out of the house she we cut away we actually cut away to a shot of um Lizzie's spooky face and scary eyes mm. and then we cut back to Taryn who reveals her face <clears throat> and she's got the spooky eyes mmm yeah. And she says, I'm home now. Yeah. And that is the end of American oh, Poltergeist. Yeah, all right. Thank fuck. All right. Now, remember as well, at the start of the movie, I did tell you that, um, you know, no suspects were found. <laughs> this was the deadliest attack. Right. Mm. Fine. However, there are three people who were there that definitely could have been interviewed and mm. given, asked for information. Yeah. Question them. Yeah. Fucking hell. Right, there's yeah. loads of dead bodies here and there's just three of you. What, what's happened here? Like... That was a spooky ghost that done it. <laughs> it wasn't me, it was a spooky ghost. Um, yeah, <laughs> just ridiculous. Um, should we blue bit? Yeah, let's blue bit. Uh, the point of this quest, I guess, is for us to look for zero bloob movies. Uh, of such, we found three. Um, mm. And this isn't one of them, actually. Um, Boo! I'm, well, uh, come on now. Um, I'd be surprised if you gave this zero bloobs. So uh-huh. there are... Right. There's a couple of things to to note here. Um, the script is lazy. Um, sorry, not not the script. Sorry, the premise is lazy. Um, the script Half-baked. is yeah. I mean, the script is just terrible. Um, the acting is the worst acting I've ever seen from a cast. I mean, some of the makeup and stuff is is just dreadful. And again, as as I've mentioned before, I mean, the sound mixing of this is just dreadful like mm. it's it's all over the place um i don't know who who got the gig on this i wouldn't be surprised if uh that guy that was pretending to be drunk was just the sound editor as well <laughs> like just 
you know. Oh, uh, I actually think you might be right. They would have definitely doubled up. Crew and cast would be the same people, mm, 100%. Yeah. Need to keep the costs down because we're definitely not going to recuperate <laughs> any of this at the cinema. Um, I look at a film like this and I'm like, they surely knew that this was never going to make any money. Like, I mean, Baby Geniuses is a zero bloob film, but you can Ugh. look at that and think, yeah, I, I can understand how they thought that they might be able to release this in the cinema and make money. Like, yeah. whereas with this, it's like, no, it's shit. Um, having said that, uh, there are parts of this film where they're so shit that it's just hilarious. Um, yeah. And Donna Spangler, uh, who plays Diana, I mean, she is exceptionally bad. Um, and I sort of feel a little bit sorry for her because I look at the profile of someone like her and I'm assuming that uh she uh you know she's an older woman who she must have a bit of money she obviously wants to be a, a star and is never going to be a star um i don't know where that money's come from she kind of do you know who she reminds me of um the oh. fucking the mysterious guy that uh tommy wizzo that's who she reminds yes. me of like someone that you know she's produced this film and starred in this film um and I mean, there are a couple of other films that she did in this uh, in this year. Uh, Beverly Hills Christmas. Um, so I mean, that'll give you a feel for the the type of films that she's going to star in. So I have a certain sympathy for the fact she's definitely not an actress, but wants to be one. There's nothing wrong with having a little bit of belief. Um, and she's so shit uh, that she's hilarious. And as you would have known, I sent you a video clip. Uh, yesterday of uh-huh. the scene between her and Alvarez um, where it's so wooden that it is just so funny Officer Alvarez come in nice to see you Miss Eastbrook likewise what can I do for you on that basis um, I'm going to give it uh, one bloob out of five. One bloob. One bloob. Mm. Um, all right, so I've watched, gone through all of this mm. to not even get myself on the scoreboard. <laughs> I'd be surprised if you gave this a zero bloob. I would, genuinely. You're actually spot on. I, I totally agree. I think um, the thing is with this is... In order for us to to be successful, we have to watch films that we get we have no enjoyment in mm. watching. And yeah, yeah. You know, Fred, we're not was doing a, Fred again. Was torture. <laughs> Fred yeah. was torture. Mm. Baby Geniuses was just awful. It was so fucking dull. Yeah, and Pathetic. Leo the Lion. Leo the Lion is pro- probably the worst thing that's ever been made. Um, mm. It's up there. This is this is this is abysmal. This is so bad. It's but it is so bad in a way that is really funny. And I have to I have to think about how I feel when I'm watching it. And I actually I, I had a reasonably good time watching this mm. because it was hilarious. I I can't believe that they've made a film 
with sound design that's that poor. And I can't believe the acting in this. For, <laughs> you know, as, as as bad as, like, as Fred is, there isn't a single actor in there that's 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 worse than anybody in this. No. And I, I, I genuinely mean that. They yep. are appalling. Um, mm. But it all adds up to hilarity really yeah um and and i had i had a a reasonable time watching it and i am gonna echo your thoughts and and give it one bloob Mm. um it it gets it gets the bloob on the basis that uh, that it wasn't it's not um it's not a movie that makes me want to kill myself so Mm. uh, yeah congratulations to um American poltergeist. Yeah, you've picked yourself two blueberries out of ten. It's good that. Um, you are not the worst film on Netflix. Yay! Yay! Yeah. Can't even um, do that. Terrible. <laughs> uh, but um, our search continues, mm. and so it's uh, it's over to you that I hand the reins. Um, what are we What are we watching <clears throat> next, mate? Yeah. So. Um, I thought I'd give us a little bit of a treat uh, this time around because, quite frankly, I mean we've taken a you, fucking you owe us. Yeah, yeah you I mean owe we do. Me. After Fred, I mean that was a, that was just barbaric. Um, so, do you know what? I already feel like this is not going to be a zero blue movie. Um, mm-hmm. which is do you know what? Already, that's fine because I still think it's going to be shit. But I think it's going to be a good kind of shit. Um, okay. So I'll read out the synopsis for you. Scientific experiments backfire and produce horrific mutations. Half man, Ooh. half fish. Which terrorise oh. a small fishing village by killing the men and raping the women. Oh, uh, I know, right? It's the 1980 horror sci-fi, humanoids Already love it. from the deep. So, oh my god! Yeah, there you go. Um, and just to Excellent. just to stoke the fires a little bit more, uh, the poster <laughs> for humanoids from the deep: a woman uh, scantily clad, lying on the beach uh-huh. with some very evil eyes. <laughs> sort of fishy eyes um looking oh. down um from the sky and the tagline is they're not human but they hunt human women not for killing <laughs> for mating <laughs> oh my god so yeah that's so, that, there we go that is one of the all-time classic taglines surely. love it yeah I'm, I'm really excited to watch that thank you good brilliant yeah. all right well um, thank you very much, mate, for for joining me uh, on the the roller coaster ride that was the American Poltergeist. Mm. What a pile of shit that was! Um, <laughs> and I am looking forward to to speaking to you about humanoids from the deep. Yeah. I, I'm pumped for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And thank you, listener, for listening. Yeah, just one, just Cheers, one listener. listener. Yep, always oh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. No. Yeah. Um, so hopefully you're looking forward to uh, humanoids from the deep. Um, 
Do you know what? We are also open to suggestions. Um, I know a, a couple of the times yes. that we've uh, we've got some feedback and it will be something that I look at and I go, yeah, do you know what? That looks like a piece of shit, but it's not on Netflix. <laughs> Has to be on Netflix. Um, yeah. So well, we... I think the other thing that you have to remember, though, as well, is obviously Netflix is is geo coded. So yeah, no, that's um, fine. Um, you okay. can you can catch us on numerous social media channels. So uh, our Instagram is uh, fan underscore critical, uh, and on there you can chat to us when we launch this next episode. Um, you know, just tag a little. I want you guys to watch this, and you know, if you can prove that it's on Netflix in you know America or Russia or Bulgaria, wherever you're from, then uh, do you know Kazakhstan. what? We'll, uh, Kazakhstan, yeah. Uh, Bolivia, for some reason, we've got a massive following. We're in, big uh, in Bolivia. Yeah, we're big in Bolivia. Grande um, in Bolivia. <laughs> I don't Bolivia. Um, so, <laughs> I yeah. could prove it, honestly. <laughs> oh, I've got no more. Uh, anyway, so that's our Insta. Um, you can get us at Fan Critical on Facebook. Um, on Twitter, that's normally where I I hide. Um, that's at Fan Critical Pod. Um, and obviously, people can email us as well. Um, I don't know if people do actually. I never check that. Um, that's more of a Len no. and Emma thing. But um, fancriticalpodcast at gmail dot com uh, is where you can get us there. Um, um, and also, we have a Patreon, don't we? Uh, don't we, Gaz? We do. We do have a Patreon. Um, so if you go to patreon dot com forward slash fancritical, um, we have, we have a number of tiers available. Hmm. Um, from five dollary dues, no, yep. sorry, not dollary dues, just regular dollars, <laughs> mm, um, please, uh, all the way up to sixty. Yep, too 60. much, yeah. too much. Um, yeah, don't spend that. Um, mm. But do spend some dollars if you want, um, and if you do that, then you will get access to um, a load of our additional content, things like <clears throat> our cast it, where we recast. TV shows and movies, um, with <laughs> with often often with hilarious results. Am I right, John? <laughs> oh, that is funny. I never saw that man in that film. Yeah. Mm. Um, and one day, eventually, there will be possibly um, a rendition of Neverending Story from from me and John. Yeah. 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 Good. All right. Well, we're done now, are we? I'm free now. Yeah, we're done. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, go go and enjoy your day. I will. I'll see you later, mate. I, I'll see you in a couple of weeks for uh, humanoids yeah. from the deep. That's it. All right. You're in that one, aren't you? <laughs> what mating? Yeah. Good. Let's leave Being them with that with. image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fishy business. Anyway. See ya. Bye.